Mom. Let's kick off with some housekeeping. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, follow on Twitter at FMLPL, email and rate my team's other questions at FMLPL at gmail.com. Check out our website, FMLPL.com. We have league info, links to our team, social media, and store. Also on the website, we post lineup lambs before every game week, except last game week because I was dead. Down the rabbit hole with Scott is also on there weekly. Um, and lastly, shout out to, uh, I wanted to shout out Senny this week. Why? He, he is flying. Yeah? He was ranked 723K in game week 26, and now he's 130K. It's pretty, pretty He's gone up 600,000 places in like nine game weeks. Great friend of the pod. Great friend of the pod. Game week 31, he had a game week rank 26K. Game week 32, he had a game week rank 44K. Magic touch. Love that guy. Um, so we're potting on a Wednesday with only the Manchester Darb to go tomorrow, and we are looking at two different directions on our teams. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, I can start. So okay. I'm the downer, as has been the case all season, I feel like. Um, I'm sitting on 53 points. I'm down not that much. What am I down? Well, you had a minus eight, so you're on 45. 45, sure. I'm down 18K, so whatever. But I only have Bayan De Gea tomorrow, who probably will not keep it clean, but that'd be nice. I fucking... I was a mess. I was, like, sick. I was in the hospital and shit. I didn't have time to really think about my moves. And then for some reason, I still have Ibra on my team. And obviously, I should have brought in Benteke for Ibra. Um, I captain Negredo, which is the worst thing possible. And I saw he was the highest cap player in, of the top 10K teams, which is fucking crazy. Like, I thought I was being mad scientist and, like, differential, but I guess a lot of people believed. Um, one of my main reasons for capping him was, like, his stats were actually really good. And since Karanka left, his stats were, like, definitely better than Menteke's by significant enough that with the fixtures I thought it was I thought it was nailed for him to, you know, go through. But the Gaston Red was a fucking nightmare. He ended up with only one shot on target in two fucking games, so not great. I mean that was really everything. Because if I had brought him and taken capped him, I'd be sitting where you are basically and flying. And uh it's, you just didn't listen to my Sage advice. I mean, you moment. could not have possibly been more spot on with with Benteke in I general was... and then Benteke in this week and Liverpool fucking suck. It was just a hell week for me, basically. Yeah, I'm in I the mean, dumps. Negredo is just so bad. And I we didn't really talk about him last pod. Not It wasn't an accident. I mean, I wasn't considering him as an option when we were looking at Ibra as a shoe-in plus like another... Guy, I mean, it was all Benteke to me. I didn't even remotely think about bringing Negredo in, and I ended up actually bringing him in for Ibra just because I wanted to buy the lottery ticket, but I didn't consider him for captaincy, so I captained Benteke. But um, yeah, it's not a good week for Negredo cappers, especially those of you who brought him in for a hit, basically kind of matching Kane's haul of four points. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
but yeah, I not mean, taking I had the hit. Zaha, like so many just failures this week. Yeah, I think I'm really looking at it now after the day with uh, Spurs playing. If you didn't captain Benteke, you're just going to be more or less right where you started off the, before the week. Yeah, that, that's everyone, where I am. Yeah, every big dude kind of failed for captaincy besides Benteke. And Benteke was only like 3% captain or something really, really low. So I think Zaha had a higher captaincy percentage than him. So Yeah, because everyone has Zaha. I'm, everyone I'm, had him, exactly. My highest scoring player is King. Single game week fucking Josh King. Yeah. I mean, like, buy into Hale, probably equal or pass him tomorrow, but, like, obviously I wasn't going to captain one of them. That just, like, no. that sums up the week, kind of, because I have most of the coverage of all of the, like, doubling guys that everyone wants, except Benteke. Right, which is the only one that fired. Which is we'll the only one wait. that's on, so like you we'll said. We'll have to wait and see tomorrow. Maybe, you know, Rashford will come in with a surprise double Hopefully return or not. something. <laughs> Hopefully not. That would be horrible for us, but... um yeah, that's a, it's a rough one for you. Hopefully you get maybe four points tomorrow with your double United defense or so. I don't know. That wouldn't be terrible. I should get about four. And then it was annoying. I, I benched Alexis for Ibra, like the cheeky auto sub move, and then Alexis blanks today. It was annoying. Like, he could have come in and actually titted me on an yeah. auto sub. But, he, hit, he hit the bar. Romeo just laughing in my face with his first dong of like his entire fucking life. Yeah, well, at least Burrow got you the clean today. And you all out attack and fucking Darun Dong, like. Well, Darun also is so close to a fucking goal the first game. Remember? I know. Hurt. Dude, he's like fucking their best player by a lot. He keeps. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he was their record buy. Yeah, record club record signing in the offseason. He's fucking good. Yeah, he's just good. His haircuts always super cuts haircut, but he's so (laughs) good. He's yeah, uh, super cuts haircut. Holy shit! So I'm on with my minus eight in account, which had to be pumped up because of Zlatan's injury. I'm on 67 right now, so I'm I'm on 55k. I had a nice rise. Yeah, um, only De Gea tomorrow. I took the punt on Paul. News that he's going to miss the next game, which is unfortunate for me. I was looking between him and Mctarian, but I wanted to go for the player who I thought would start both games. Look good after the. Team sheet came out and he almost he you know he looked pretty good to me. I mean, you didn't Burrow. just go for the player who's going to play both games. You are Burn fucking obsessed with Paul. That's both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but in hindsight, we're going to look at probably a wash, or I'm going to go down there if McTarian gets anything tomorrow when he gets minutes played. But AOA Darun's twelve points in was insane, and then I did. De Gea in for Heaton for the hit, which already is going to give me a net points after he plays for against City, which is great. Yeah, but it was again the story was captaining Benteke got me twenty eight. I held Siggy instead of Ayu, which was a good call. He got that assist, and then I mean I got just I guess like minutes played from Zaha Ward, a little bit of an extra. And then Negredo came the assist. Overall, I just kind of got good returns. So a good rise for me, something to build off of. I don't know if top 10K is still probably too far out of reach. but no, maybe, I think you, you know, can do it with the double. I don't know. I, I'm still, the, the, it's a lot of points I have to make up on the field. I could, I could do, but with the wild card, play, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not too confident. We'll yeah, see. dude. Two looking doubles. back, Middlesbrough just like really fucking fucked me. Like 
not just Negredo cap, but I also brought in Gibson for Holgate, who ended up matching points, even though Gibson had two matches. And then I had Valdez from my wild card, who was fucking dead. So, like, yeah, it's nice that De Gea is bringing me in those points, but it's just an extra hit I had to take. It's just... Yeah, so let's segue that point into players that still have you guys that still have your wild cards. You wild carded that week or so before the double plan to get Valdez and this and that, and then two weeks later you are taking extra hits to yep. accommodate for your injuries. So I know a lot of people are wild carding this week instead of next week, but you kind of have to wild card this week if you still have your. It doesn't matter whether triple. We already did that. Huh? Triple cap. If you still have triple cap and bench boost, you wild card this week, then you could get your triple cap in thirty six, bench boost thirty seven. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So um, you have to wild card this but week. But that's, if you all, still have that's both assuming chips. you don't have your triple cap, which a lot of people probably already have, either Gab or Alexis. Right. That's fair. So I don't know. I think that if you can wait, you should do. If you have both your chips, you need to do it now so that you can, in 36, play triple and then 37 bench boost. But for those of us who already spent the triple cap, like on Aguero, I did. So I'm, I'm waiting a week. I just want more information. Southampton have a lot of games coming up very quickly, so I'm still not sure if there's going to be rotation there. Arsenal, I still would like to get more information about what kind of formation he's going to run out because Shelney got hurt today. Gabriel might be the keys to the castle at his price, kind of a thing. Buying more time, I feel like, is always the good thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I so. mean, I was all about that also with my wild card. Like, it ended up kind of biting me. I didn't have a good week, obviously, but going into the wild card, I knew that by the time Game Week 37 and Bench Boost rolls around, I'm going to take a million hits because shit just changes so fast. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, that yeah. that is a, a good like just PSA for people who are in, maybe new to the game. You can only use one chip per week. Wildcard counts as a chip. So you can't triple cap and wildcard in game week 36. Don't fuck yourself over. Yeah, make sure that you allot your chips correctly. Allocate them correctly. Yeah. So on uh, Twitter, at Simple Mug wrote in, best triple cap for game week 36. Who is it? Gab, Sanchez, Ozil, Monreal. <laughs> it's tough, dude. I'm. Monreal, we we talked about this. Like I'm super happy I don't have my triple cap. Because I, I, mean, I don't know to who me, I'd go. To me, the main issue is just the rotation because of how many games are coming and how fast they are. So... Southampton have a little bit of a break between their 35 and 36 fixture, a normal rest period, but from 36 to the end of the season, they have between two and four days rest between uh, five games, which is so much. So I think it's one of those where it's a matter of when, not if. Gabbiadini is not going to feature in one of those games. 36, Southampton plays at Liverpool, which is a good fixture, home arsenal, which is now maybe an awful fixture because it looks like they're very tight in this new formation. Yeah, they're just like, they're a different team. They're just like yeah, they're a different dirty team. and parking and ugly. Yeah, meanwhile, Arsenal, same exact kind of situation, plus the FA Cup final spliced in there, but they've got between two and four games, four days off between game week 36 and the end of the season, which for them, instead of five games, it's 
six games with the FA Cup game. Both of those teams, Arsenal and Southampton, with two doubles to go. I think I would probably rather go with um, with an Arsenal player and risk it because I think the fixtures are enough worse for Southampton than Arsenal. And I just don't... Gabbiadini just off an injury out, like being off injured. I don't know. I, I don't have that much confidence in when he's going to start and when he's not. I would probably rather go on, on Otsal. Otsal over Sanchez? I'm not considering Sanchez on my team anymore. Well, that's different, though, than answering the triple cap question, you know? Yeah, I guess. If you have Alexis, do you think he's more guaranteed for minutes than Otsal? I'm not sure about that. They seem to both play feel, every game unfit. I feel like he is just because he's more. like a machine. Yeah, he just like go fly back from Chile like one day wow. rest and just. Yeah, I'm really anti Alexis right now. I think no, I'm not I, be I'm, looking through. I'm not being objective. No, that's that's fine with me. Anti Alexis is logical. I think right now he's a bad pick, probably. But if you have him and you're still triple capping, uh, safe is the safest thing. Whew. But that's the other thing. Do you want to go sit? It depends where you are also in rank. What are you looking to do? Do you are you trying to climb? Do you need to consolidate? I still think that to me, I'm not where I want to be. So I could consolidate and go with the populist captaincy shouts for 36 and 37, which will probably be Alexis, and then maybe Kane or maybe Hazard, 37, looking at the fixtures in form. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Aguero is going to be highly enough on to be that high captain. Yeah, but yeah. do you want to go with the number one captaincy shout or do you want to go a little differential? Do you think the number one captaincy shout is going to get the most points? If so, then you want that. But if not... Do you want to go? Do, it's very difficult. It's very, to say. very. There are a difficult. lot of variables, but I think basically, to me, you should just go with your gut at this stage of the season. We have thirty-three game weeks to to base our decision. Thirty-four game weeks to base our decisions off of. It's a large enough sample size where you should have a good feel for the current form of the team, what they're still playing for, if if anything, what kind of team sheets you expect. Looking at the days rest between fixtures, all that shit. I think it's it's kind of tough to armchair quarterback it for us to your team specifics, but I think that would probably be my overwhelming advice to everyone would be just to follow your gut with what you feel is the best for yeah. you. Yeah, I think that's probably good advice. And like you said, I mean, probably it's safe to say the majority of people are not winning their league or ranked as high as they'd like to be just by law of averages. So... Yeah, go with your gut. Go with a differential. Don't don't just do Alexis because of his total score. Like, I don't know, but but I don't know who I would do. You know, like you no, could, and you, someone like Tadic or something is insane and like really dumb, but he could easily outscore everyone. Oh, very easily. He's capable of a hat trick. He's capable of a hat trick of assists. He's on pens. Like he's that's also like, been suddenly playing ninety again, so he's probably somehow back in Puel's graces. Yeah, he's so like it's year. just a fuck. It's a really, really tricky situation, and a lot of just luck and shit will win it out for the best triple cap. Or if you're yeah. crazy, like I shouted last pod, just save it for game week thirty eight and pick a team who's playing for everything, everything. against a team who's yeah. playing for nothing, like. City at Watford or something, and just go like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, save your wild card an extra week. You know, it's not an awful idea. It's not a bad it does, idea, honestly. 
So triple cap is such a tough one to play because you realistically you could gain somewhere in the you know twelve to eighteen point range if you hit a, a hat trick on your triple cap, but it's so difficult to pinpoint when you're gonna have like max effort a game that's gonna all the things are gonna fall into place you know. Maybe the best time is game week nine when there's some home banker for a team against someone who's just all of a sudden got like two injuries to their defense. So when we save it for the double game week, even though it's nice to get two games and you get automatic extra points for the minutes played, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to just come out ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's usually not the highest scoring week of the season. Yeah. There's some other weeks where just like Hatties, Hattrick assists, all that shit. This is post mortem, post season. Yeah, we're just rambling. We're getting, I mean, it's been a while rambling. since we talked. It's a kind of wild game week, but um, okay. Yeah, I guess we should. Go Let's on. refocus, refocus, refocus. Um, Ali or Erickson asks Erickson. at Paul MJ eighty one. If you don't have either, it's got to be Erickson just for price. I think at this point, is he that much cheaper? It's like point five. It's not nothing. But oh, yeah. if you're wild carding when every point one counts, I wouldn't want to be spunking the extra in this small, little limited window of games upcoming. And Erickson's just he has what is he fucking like two blanks in the last eight games or some shit? He's like, on insane they're, fire. They're they're both great. Erickson's also great on BAPS, which is going to give him always that little extra feather in his cap. Um, Ali's missed a couple good chances today. He's still. Obviously yeah, his blank today was the first one in a really long yeah. time, but Kane yeah. back kind of fucks up Ollie a little bit. Yeah, that's that's the thing is I think if you want to put Kane in as your number one option, you're looking at either of these two players as your second Spurs attacker. When you want to get in Hazard for the double and blah blah blah, you need to find any savings you can in your team, and I think that's a very viable place to find it. Um, I, I would definitely go Erickson over Ollie at this stage, but you know, again, it's one of those where. Depending on your circumstance, it might be different for you. And if, if money's not tight or if you're not looking on wild card, then I, I would want Ollie over Erickson for, for that reason. But I think all things considered value-wise, I would rather have Erickson. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are looking for punts, like one-week punts, because they're in the same situation that you're in where next week is a whatever week and then wild card and then bench boost. So... Who do you like as a punt this week as kind of like maybe under the radar plump fixture, something I maybe yeah. exploit, take advantage of? Yeah, I think that initially I was looking at Liverpool at Watford, but yeah. at the same time Watford are tight and Liverpool aren't good anymore. So I would probably stay away <laughs> there. I th- that's true. I think honestly the big standout for me, even though the team's on the beach, is Stoke West Ham. Stoke bowl teams over at home, and Arnie still looks really good to me. I think Arnie's kind of my favorite punt. I mean, um, he's like always our favorite punt. Yeah, but even though he missed the pen last week, he still had a couple of good chances in open play, and he just came off a double return the game before. And they're so they've been so consistently good at home against shitty sides this season. I think that that's going to be an easy one for them to put two three past. I, I like Arnie a lot this week. Yeah, they're. Shockingly, not on the beach. I don't know why. Like, they should be. They should be. Like you think of the personalities of like Arnie and Shakiri and shit, and you don't think of like you know balls to the walls, like <laughs> try every game, like Chaz Adam in the fucking locker room and shit. But they're going for it. They're they're still competitive. 
Yeah. Um, so I like Arnie there. I'm also looking a little bit at the United Swansea game. I feel like if Martial does not start tomorrow, which we're all expecting, he seems good for a week because you got to think he's going to step back in when they've got Europa coming up and tougher teams coming up that he's going to start. It's a little bit of a riskier one. But I think the but that's what rewards people are looking are there. for. I think that's a great yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think the rewards are there as we saw this past game week with the double return. Um, I'm also not overlooking Leicester at West Brom. Yeah, I that's think the that's, one I was about to bring up. I mean, you got to look at Mares Vardy. Mares looked like he was a little bit more interested today against Arsenal, maybe because he wanted to go there over the summer. But if you've got a forward slot to fuck with, I like Vardy in there, right? Like Negredo out for Vardy. I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Vardy yeah. looks great. I mean, he almost scored today and shit. Yeah. And then I think also for me, it's City. I mean, Burrow are still a broken side and they look terrible. So. Depending on the team sheet tomorrow from City, there could be spots there to pick. Yeah, the uh, thing with Burrow is they also have to win. That's they, true. They can't just play nil nil, which they've been doing all season. So they might open, open up a fuck. little bit and just. Yeah. They just got done a week ago by Bournemouth four nil four. Yeah. So, so that's there. But I don't. I don't think Liverpool should be overlooked though. I mean, now nah, come on. You look at Firmino. He hasn't blanked in two months. No, no, Not two months, on. a month and a half. He hasn't blinked since game week twenty seven, except this Palace game. So, and Watford no. are kings of being on the beach. So, no, no, no. <laughs> overlook Liverpool. Forget it. Liverpool season's over. Don't FPL. Don't even. They're not good fixtures. Like their good fixtures are at Spurs or home City. Yeah, those are definitely the best fixtures on the yeah, So They have bad fixtures for the rest of the season, so don't get any of their players. But Firmino just returned at West uh, Brom, at Stoke, uh, home bad, bad, at bad, bad, Everton, bad. you know? Uh, you know? We'll see. Same with yeah, Coutinho. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm off it. I'm off the liver. I'm very, very frustrated and upset with Liverpool in general, so I'm going to give them a miss for You're the rest just of a the palace, season. man, so you're just like, ah, this is horrible. No, but the, like, you know I listen to Anfield rap. Every I week. couldn't even listen this week. It's too disgusting. The narrative is it's just Groundhog Day. It's it's ridiculous. They have the same little creeping doubts about Klopp. They say the same things about the squad. They say the same things about the playing style. They say the same things about the players, and it's just a never ending cycle. And we, I think we've got enough information from this Liverpool side to know that it's not a matter of like. When are they going to start winning four nil against these sides? Like no Hendo, no Alana, oh, no Mane. But that's They're where bad. you have me wrong. I completely agree with everything you're saying. But we're talking about a one week punt, and these yeah, guys and I, are that's returning what every week. And this is a great yeah. picture. They're returning every week ish, and I mean they're coming in at ceilings of two goals a game. I think the other teams that we were talking about have maybe better better opportunities. I don't, really I don't know. know. That's where I'm coming from. I yeah, mean, yeah. what the fuck? Fuck you, dude. Liverpool they just lost the Palace. Come on. Yeah. Ugh, palace. <laughs> just why does why does Pod Derby? Why does the team you support have to be like Liverpool's ultimate bogey team? <laughs> that's how things. Out work. of all fucking. Yeah, teams. but imagine if I supported Liverpool. Like that wouldn't be fun. No, that wouldn't be fun. Either. Why can't you just support like fucking Arsenal? That'd be great. No, fuck that. That would be nice and easy to just like, <laughs> just wind you up every single week. I think the other one, the easiest thing that we somehow overlooked was Southampton home Hall. I mean, Hall shit on the road. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm, I'm I, just always scared when like Hall is a great example of a team just like playing for their fucking lives. Like they're right on the cusp. They're, I don't know. 
They do suck on the road, but it's yeah, a little bit They're scary. bad on the road. It's a little bit scary. I'm also just... Is it like you know, a trap game for Southampton? I don't know. Is every game a trap game for Southampton? That's also, the thing. Sure they, about. They, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. God. They're going to be a very schizo team from here to the end of the season because they've been going through so such wildly schizophrenic spells as a team where they can't score keeping clean sheets, can't win losing every game 2-0, 3-0, Score for fun. Gabby Nina gets hurt. Like keep a few clean sheets. Yeah, they're, no, they're just like so it's, I have. Yeah, I have no idea what they're going to do for the end of the season. Yeah, I just think that with two doubles, I want some lottery tickets in them and see if I get lucky. Yeah, I mean, let's let's transition. This is like the most rambly pod in recent memory, but let's transition to like. So, what Southampton guys are you looking at for game week thirty six? Who do you like? Well, I think I mean the the wild. I'm going to be on wild card for the next pod. So that'll be a really fun one. But I'm looking at probably either doubling their defense with cheapies, the the center back pair, Stevens and Yoshida, supplementing with Gabby Odini. Great or way to cho- find money. Or choosing one of the center backs, somehow wedging Tadich in, and then going with Gabby Odini as well. I just don't know where I'm going to want to spend my money in midfield and if I'm going to need two enablers at defense. I'm trying really hard in my little playing around tinkering with my wildcard team to keep in mind with bench boost. Bench boost isn't going to be very well executed if I have the cheapest fucks of life on my bench. So I'm trying to get a more of a well-rounded squad, and yeah. if that means downgrading a heavy hitter to someone at the mid-price bracket at the expense of upgrading the fringes of my squad for the bench boost, I feel like it's going to be well worth it. So... I'm still working around prices and players I really want, players I want to punt on, so I'm going to have to see. Yeah, you don't uh, really want closer. anyone any worse than Stevens, who's 4-1. Like, you can't really... Oh, it no. makes no sense to get anyone cheaper or yeah. less nailed than that because your yeah, bench and they're all starting, essentially. Yeah, and it's the also when I'm looking at 36, if I'm going to want the doubler defense... That's why I'm with Arsenal. I'm really I'm looking at getting check in because I think check in thirty six is going to be really nice. So I can have an extra doubler kind of hidden in the goalkeeper spot when clean sheets are a little bit questionable at that time, less likely to be rotated. Forster is similar price. I'm not looking at Forster because I am looking at check. He's kind of mutually exclusive for me at the price bracket. Just the same kind of thing where I'm thinking about rotation a lot on the doubles, especially with Southampton because of how many games they have. I'm not looking at Bertrand. I'm not looking at Cedric because I think Martinez going to get a game. I think Target's close to returning. He's probably going to get a game. I think Caceres will probably get a game here or there as well, but I'd rather spend as little as possible on defense there. Same thing with Ward-Prowse. Yeah, I mean, fullbacks he's five. in general are just much more prone to rotation. Yeah, and I think I'm still keeping in mind with rotation. Ward-Prowse is five, which is pretty pretty affordable and could be stuck in there at the fifth mid-spot, but... Do I want to waste a valuable spot on fifth mid there? I'm not sure. I could looking. I'm looking also at four or five Kapu actually back to game week one flashbacks. Legend. I think they're both defensive mid. They're both the. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Well, they're both defensive midfielders. Those are the kind of things. Do I? Ward Prowse is going to have two doubles granted, but is he going to play all four games? Like no. I, maybe I want to save point five there and get Kapu like. Tadich a little bit more expensive. There's a lot. Redmond clearly there's not a lot of tinkering, but we're dipping into like next pot at this point. I mean, yeah, we are, but it's at the same time. No, it's the same shit through. because people like me who have already wild carded. I need to start slowly now, bringing the, yeah. all of these guys in that we're talking yeah. about. 
I think what it boils down to, the number one Southampton asset's got to be Gabbiadini because he looks like scoring Absolutely every game. Absolutely has to be, yeah. Looks like scoring every game is cheaper than basically any other striker we're looking at for the rest of the season, bar Niang. And he's going to get points. He's not going to play every game. He's going to miss one of their next six games. There's no yeah. question about at, that. At but. Sam Rossiter asks, who are the must-have double game week 37 players? So, I mean, I think we both agree that Gabby Adini is on that list. I mean, I it, again, it depends on context. I don't agree with that just as a vacuum statement. I don't think he is must-have. But if you're looking at it where you have a wild card, I think he is one of the first names in my team sheet on my wild card just because of his price. But if you're... If you've already used your wild card and you're licking your wounds and you've got injuries elsewhere, yeah, I could very and then you you don't have him for 36. He plays both in 36. You're expecting a rest in 37. Maybe you don't get him. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I think I a lot he, of that. I guess he was more asking like from the wild card perspective I, is how I interpreted it. Yeah, from the wild card perspective, he's among him and Hazard are probably the first two names I put in. And, and Kane, Kane, no. And Kane, yes. Yeah, Kane. Those Past three that, are just auto. Yeah. I mean, even someone like Alonzo, I'm, I'm still playing around if I want that. Yeah, because it's know. hard to spend that much. They haven't kept it clean in forever. It makes sense. Yeah. Hazard, dude. Wow. What a fucking... Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. we know that he's world class. It's just a matter of getting his points. He's so erratic, and he goes through a month or two where he looks like he's not going to score at all, and then... All of a sudden, he rattles off three or four game weeks where he gets 45 points. Yeah. It's a tough one with him. He's such a wild ride, and if you have the patience to hold him for a long time, you know you're going to get the net points. If you ignore him, you're going to lose points, and if you get him when he's hot, then you're flying. It's a, he's a tough player. Yeah, we got to remember this for next season because that's just his MO. That's what he does every year. Yeah. Yeah. He comes in when you least expect it. Yeah, he'll just kind of pop up with a break. Like, he just looks... His goal, his fifth-minute goal this week, was just like, wow. He's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Like, where the was bonus, he's always, Yeah, The bonus also gives him such a huge advantage the bonus on the field. Is, yeah, he just, he's broken. He gets so many fucking bonus points every time anything happens. He just gets bonus points. He's only know. gotten one bonus point one time. Every yeah. almost every other time he's gotten max. He has like two or three two bonus points, and then max every other time. Yeah, just Hazard. the dribbles and the fouls and everything. I mean, he's the best player in the league. Yeah, probably for just purely football, not FPL. So what about Co- is Costa back? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I know Derek is Dogface's biggest fan, and he's probably raring to get him in, but. Yeah, I mean, he looked really good, but at the same time, Southampton just looked pitiful. They yeah, just—they didn't really show up. They didn't show up at all. There was just no defending, no effort at stopping Chelsea's counters and shit. That's hard to read. Yeah. I mean, they have yeah. incredible fixtures, and I think one thing to pocket away is that Conte clearly doesn't trust batshit. No. He just... Like, Costa just went on, like, the worst run he's ever had in the Premier League, pretty much. He was horrible. And Batchet got, like, two minutes that entire time. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, wobbling and, like, dropping points and shit, and he only got, like, two minutes. It's just, I don't know. That, to me, is, like, 
if Costa's really nailed for those plum fixtures, then yeah, he's he should probably be in every team. It's a tough one there it's because you tough. want That's you a want lot of Kane. Money. It's a lot of money because you want Kane. If you want Hazard. Person, you don't want cheap guys on your on the fringe. You want Hazard. You're gonna have Alexis or Ozil in midfield there with Arsenal. And clearly Ozil. Like just as we're talking out loud, there's no possible way you're going Alexis and Hazard and Costa and Kane. That's insane. No, no. If you want Costa and Hazard, then you can't afford Alexis. Yeah. Unless if you have some ungodly team value, which we don't. I mean, I'm on like 104 change or something. Yeah, I, I feel like we're like pretty average. Yeah, but um, three home fixtures in their final like four, and three of them are against bottom 15 sides. Is pretty pretty tasty. That's as good as it gets, and they're yeah. such a good home team. And their one away is at West Brom in that run from thirty six to close. I yeah. don't think that even if they have the Premier League one and thirty seven, that he's going to run out some subs. Like I think he's going to ride his horses into the into the sunset. It might be a little bit silly if you're on wild card not to go in with three Chelsea, the most nailed Chelsea that you can find with a defender, Hazard, and Costa. I don't yeah, know. like I'd, mu- I'd much rather spend my money on Costa Hazard and miss out on Alonso, I think, at yes, this point. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's more upside there. I there's think, way sure, more upside, and they just, I mean, at some point, this is a, a pattern. You know, they haven't kept it clean in fucking forever. Yeah, I don't know what it fixtures. is. They're still obviously really good, but they just can't keep it clean right now. Yeah, and granted the fixtures are otherworldly from a clean sheet, yeah. attacking, everything, life everything. perspective, but you can't really trust Pedro based on the rotation. Fabregas would be amazing if he was nailed because he just always gets assists, but... From an attacking standpoint, it's hazard cost and nothing else. You don't want to you don't want to waste a spot on Moses. Yeah, and we've been talking about them that fact basically all year. How like we've yeah. consistently all season gone Spurs players over Chelsea players just because there's more to choose from and they're way cheaper. Yeah, but, but at the same time, the you, time, when you look at the Chelsea attack, you know that their goals you're going to get involvement if you have those two players. They're not getting. I mean, I'd say. 10% of their goals don't involve one of either, if not both, Costa Kost- and Hazard. Yeah, yeah. You got to get a freak corner from Fab to a, a center back or something. Like, those are the goals. Like, they're open play goals. They're always involved. So, you're not in a lottery situation like Arsenal of old or maybe even Spurs now when they have a few different attackers with Sun and shit. Feels, Chelsea feel good. So, it's going to be tough. And that's also, they've got to. They've got a little bit of a tricky one this week at Everton, and then it's just a sea of beautiful fixtures to the end of the end of the year. Yeah, so it's home Borough at West Brom, home Watford, home Sunderland. I mean, yeah, home you, Sunderland is just like <laughs> rude at this point. Like that that could be the triple captain where that they just win seven nil. Like yeah, just six, ridiculous six nil hazard hat trick, yeah. and it's just the crowning of the gods. Yeah, God, it's just going to be like a party at Stamford Bridge when they just. I was really looking at putting Rashford in for my third striker and going a little heavier in midfield, but now I'm getting a little bit maybe need to go with Costa. Yeah, I think it's probably Costa time. <sighs> fuck, I'm going to have to fuck around so much. You're going to fuck around constantly. Um, yeah. Let's do maybe a few more. Qu- Is there anything big that you wanted to talk about or should we just do a few more questions and then go on? Um, no, let's go on to the next question. Okay. Um, 
I'm pretty sure I know your answer to this, but Big Luke, great friend of the pod, said, I really would like you gents to rate single Game Week players and if any of them are worth keeping in Game Week 37, which is kind of blasphemous because we're going to be bench boosting. We want all the doublers ever, but there are some incredibly good fixtures. I mean... Yeah, I think the, the number one for me is definitely Holgate. I think because looking at that really cheap price bracket in their home Watford in 37, um, he could should easily outscore every single one of the double game week defenders that are four or five ranged. Yeah, who are probably just going to get minutes played, points, and no cleans. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like what Ward did for me this week. You know, they... I. We were so close to holding on to that clean against Spurs, but you know he got me three points. Like, am I fucking going? That's like nothing. So if you're going to be looking at someone like a Watford defender who have ridiculously bad fixtures for the double or um, a Leicester defender who have ridiculously bad fixtures in the double, I'd rather go really cheap, get someone nailed for one game in 37, um, give me some more money for the rest of my team and have a better clean sheet shout in that game than every, the other players in the bracket for the double, I'd go there. But other than that, I, I'm not on Lukaku. I, I think you you got to go upside with two games, even though home Watford's good. Um, other than yeah, Holgate, that, there's there's no one. Yeah, there's absolutely the zero players. Just, they, have the, so, they have the ceilings, the, the really high ceilings of just points potential, fuckfest potential that it just is... I mean, we just can't resist is what it comes down to. I just cannot resist that. I can't. No. I can't hear anything about Lukaku over Kane or Costa. No, no. And that's what we're that's looking just, at. And those are the players that are competing. Yeah, those are, that's who he's competing yeah. with. Or thing, whoever's starting for City, like Kuhn, Jesus, like yeah. who have home, Leicester, home, West Brom. Like, come on. Yeah, and those, those are the things that trying to look at these analyses of player A versus player B, I mean, the extra game time is so huge, and you're looking at in that bracket the extra minutes played when the margin is so slim between someone like Lukaku and Kane or Lukaku and Jesus or Aguero. If they have double the amount of time to play, like the margin of Lukaku, if you argue that he's better, is tenuous at best. It's not like he's a thousand times better. So yeah, you gotta it's like go if you with just look at the first game, like Lukaku home Wofford versus Kane home United. Like you can make a reasonable argument that Lukaku will outscore Kane that week easily, easily, easily in that game. In, in that, that game, game, I mean. And then Kane has at Leicester, and it's like against what are, nothing. Like there's no other argument. Like, what are we no, talking Lukaku about? Lukaku has like, nothing else. He has another game where he has hat trick potential. Yeah, exactly. So I think I mean I'm going to stick by Holgate. I think he might be. In yeah, my, that's a really that's my a own, clever clever tit. Yeah. I think and he Palace might be my maybe only too. Honestly, like Kelly, if he is now nailed, if Sako's dead. Kind of for the same reason. Yeah, but I'm still just like a four two bit, home hall. I'm a little bit it. worried about Hall going for a big time, needing to win that game. We'll know a little bit Wat- by yeah, that time because you know Watford are well; they have nothing to play for the rest of the season. We know that now. Yeah, we know that. Neither, now. And granted, neither do Everton, but neither will Palace by game week thirty seven. We'll be comfortably safe. So that's that's a that's a close one. But yeah, we'll we'll have to look at. But that. yeah, that's clever, I think. Yeah, but no yeah. no attacker. I'm really even looking at really. No, like I think even maybe though the King other... is my highest scorer this week, I mean, it, that probably will happen. There will be some single game we call, but most of the points scored in game week 37 will be by doublers 
Um, right. The large majority of the top scorers. That's just yeah. fact. It's, yeah, you just got to buy your lottery tickets. You got to keep getting doublers when you can. It's, those are the areas when you get, like I had Darun and you got fucking 12. I mean, those are the players that you want to try and get lucky with. There's and it's no, the most fun. We always yeah, fucking say two, it. You have two players it's in the so game. It's so fucking just, fun. You have your slate of players go on the first weekend, and then it's like, how many players do you have left? Oh, I still have 10 players left. That's just fun. I still have 15 players left. Yeah. Like, so. fuck. That's so sick. Like, take it from a Negredo capper. Like, it obviously it was a nightmare, and the first game could not have possibly been worse with the Gaston Red and Middleborough were just horrible. But he was doubling. It gave me hope. <laughs> You like I wasn't in the dumps all weekend and week for missing my cap and just just plummeting. It was still just like okay, he has another game, Sunderland. Like let's go. It's just it's great. It's a great feeling to have a doubler. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of other got? questions, but I think we're getting pretty long. I should probably look ahead to game week 35. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking similarly in the one-week punt kind of territory for my team. But before we go there, captains, I think we kind of kind of started it off already with our one-week punt section earlier. Yeah, true. Ga- Gabby Adini feels pretty good. Aguero feels pretty good. Kane, I don't know. Is there I'm not, news I, I was, with Jesus? What's going on with him? Well, he was he's back in training, but he yeah. wasn't fit enough for the bench yeah, in the FA so Cup game. I don't so know how he's to read not that. I mean he's definitely not gonna start this weekend. Like there's no fucking way that you yeah. go from not, not playing not for two months to, to not later. being on the bench to starting. So I think for him the best case is making the bench. So I think Aguero, whether or not he starts he was got a little knock. It seems like he's gonna start tomorrow, but if they protect him on the weekend Against Burrow, they could do. But they could do to win that game. And, but all the it other would take thing is, is Kuhn starts tomorrow in the Mank Derby, plays nine, plays eighty or whatever. Jesus subs on for ten. That's that yeah. would scare me enough to not go Kuhn punt on the. But weekend. how many times has Pep this season kind of rotated a little bit back when they were in Champions League against weak sides or not fielded his strongest eleven and they didn't get three points? Like that's the reason why they're not top four. Yeah. So he should not be. I mean, Burrow beat them at the Etihad this season. Correct? <laughs> I think they did, which is. That was the Darun winner. So he should know better now than One to rest think. his. But he might. I mean, who knows? He'll play Fernando up top. I have no idea. <laughs> Stones, defensive mid, I guess. Kane feels like a really no, they safe drew. captaincy they drew option. They drew. Yeah. Kane feels like a really safe captaincy option, but. I don't know if this new Arsenal look of just playing like bus and compact and I don't know. I still think Arsenal are just kind of fucking bad though. Yeah, if Koscielny's out, that's a big mess. Yeah, if, like if Kane's out, looking that's at a Gabriel. Huge Kane boner, yeah. How many pens are they getting on Gabriel? Oh my god. Gabriel, like Holding's gonna be in there kind of on a knock. Like honestly Kane like loves I feel like Bellend is just as capable as anyone is conceding a pen, not to mention Shaka. Cock, yeah. shock and cock. They and just Bell hand away corners. free kicks. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I feel like Kane's good. Yeah, I just. I mean, it's it's the overwhelming narrative for the season. I feel like, but it feels like Spurs are just gonna fucking ass fuck Arsenal. 
just yeah. like put their foot down, just like this is the year that we fuck you. No, no totterings day. Yeah, no totterings day this week. Just North London fuck fiesta fuck fest day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I think that's what I. I don't know. Palace, Benteke, or whatever. Home Burnley. They we're just not like not good enough. In yeah, a single no. game week. If if I don't have an extra ninety minutes, I'm not going to get someone like Kane. Yeah, I'm probably going to Captain Kane. Yeah, I'll probably go Kane. I mean, he's still regardless just the best. of yeah, regardless of who I punt on, I'm probably going to stick with Kane. Yeah, there's no there's no other safe feeling guy to me. No. And then in terms of transfers, so what are you looking at? Well, so I haven't really looked that much. Like I said, I've been kind of incapacitated, yeah. but I still have Zlatan. So I'm kind of also in the one-week punt camp. Um, but you need to look I also don't, don't have, have my wild card, so yeah. I kind of need to look ahead. Acosta. So I should probably go Ebert Acosta and the greater Gabbiadini. Why not? Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good, right? Yeah. Yep. That's so that seems fun, and it'll be nice to have yeah. Dogface back in the squad. Yeah, and it'll realign your. It'll set you up well to have a good strike force for the double, and then next week you could fucking focus on you know other guys. Arsenal, Southampton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in that bad shape. I barely went down, even though it feels very catastrophic for some reason. I think it feels catastrophic because we look forward to it for so long. Yeah, that's what it is. You you, yeah. you prepared and you had so many doublers, and it just didn't come off. I yeah, just it. none of them came through. Yeah. Um. I need to I need to see what's up with Paul. I need a bye goal tomorrow. Ugh, that'd be Who amazing. can I fucking blow for a bye goal tomorrow? God damn it. Phil Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh what are you looking at? It's yeah, all about Paul, Paul, yeah. It's all about the Paul fitness. So I don't know. It seemed like he was barely knocked in the game against Burnley and suddenly just out for the Derby, huge one of the biggest games of their season. So I don't know. I don't know what's up with them. I have to monitor, but I still have Negredo, who's a problem, and I also have Bellerin, who's a problem. So it's going to be. I'm not going to take a hit because I don't love trying to make that hit up in one game. I think that's just stupid. So yeah, considering your wild carding, yeah, yeah. So I'm either going to spend it on Bellerin if Paul is deemed fit, or. Spend it on Paul if he's injured because I don't really want to start Darun. But you think you're probably going to end up keeping Negredo? I think that, yes, I do think I will keep Negredo because I think that I have Bellerin at Tottenham. When he, if Oxley Chamberlain's fit, he won't even play. My cover for him is Holobos home Liverpool, which is a great fixture, but they're not going to have a clean sheet. Fuck off. <laughs> God and then damn if, it. If, if Paul doesn't play, like Darun, I think. Against a team like City, he's not going to be running behind. Like he's a fucking, he's a joke. Like I'm not, I don't want Darun covering. We don't need to talk Neg- about Darun home city and why you're no, not playing that, but, him. Well, I'm talking about it. So that's it's like Negredo. At least he's like maybe on pens if something ridiculous happens. Grant, obviously, I would not like to have him, but I think I have more upside punting on a zero from Paul or a zero from Bellerin and probably a one from Holobos than. Yeah. Taking Negredo out who's at least fit and at least nailed to be starting up top. Yeah, you know what I mean? and shit. And I mean, at least former team city that that yeah. that means something, as we saw from Benteke. Oh yeah. So I mean, maybe I'll take a big time punt on Arnie. I don't know. Maybe I'll take a big punt on uh, 
Someone, someone strange. Maybe I'll captain someone nuts and go off can. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, yeah, hindsight now, just from five seconds ago, I should probably captain <laughs> someone other than Kane. I'm Where just, you are in the rankings. Yeah, I just have a fucking horrible season, like a season to forget through and through. Like, why would I captain the majority captain in a week like this? Yeah, you can go. You can go gap. Yeah, maybe gap. I'll see. I'll see what ownership is and shit. I'm sure a lot of people will bring him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But that's where yeah, we're next at. spot's gonna be the best fucking pod wild card. Yeah, podcast. plus I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100 fit. I can't even do 90 right now. You just did 90. I mean, I did 90. You did 90 like Tompkins did 90 for us against you. That's what like I mean. Like I went through the motions a little bit. Like I, I, you carried me. No, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> Equal partnership. Except your okay was awful. Well, my first okay. Was my second okay bad? Mm, it wasn't best. Mm, maybe I'll re-record it. No, I got to keep it. It's got to be genuine. Why do they fucking have like this eggplant purple color and this weird lime green pitch color on the website? Why don't they fix that to like regular colors? What purple color? Oh yeah, the backdrop of the yeah, pitch. A, I've like gotten so numb to it, but it's that's so like their bad. colors. Yeah, their like big redesign was that. It's just very very odd. They the, just app watched. Is, the app is terrible. I don't the know. The app doesn't doing. even fucking work. It's yeah. like they watched Mad Men and just copied anything from one of those advertisement things and just made their fucking piece of shit website. I mean, honestly, that's probably what a lot of advertising companies do. I just, why were we not communications majors? Because it's an actual joke profession and there's so much money in it and it's not even real. Yeah. It's just fake shit. Yeah. Ads, it's fake. It's fake life. Yeah, it's so evil that I just can't get behind it. Check us up! At fmlfbl.com, follow on Twitter at fmlfbl, email us fmlfbl at gmail.com, join the legal and the Facebook app. Cheers!